You're listening to the Peak Performance Podcast, a podcast about fitness, wellness, rehab, recovery, and all things relevant to keeping you at your peak performance. Each episode, we talk about things that are relevant to our gym, with our members, and overall observations from our day-to-day coaching and running our box. Our goal is to educate our listeners on things that are relevant to living a healthy lifestyle inside and outside of the gym. Be sure to subscribe to our show anywhere you get your podcasts. You never miss an episode. Also, give us a rating, a share, and like our podcast to help us get out and reach more people. Now here's your hosts, Dave and Corian. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Peak Performance Podcast, and this week we're bringing, we're going way back in the bag here and pulling out episode from our old podcast, episode 22, back in the day when Coach Jason was involved with this podcast. We're going to be talking about, in that podcast, about work-life balance and how important it is to um, find balance in your life when you're super busy, when your life is crazy, and it's still very relevant information. So as we were coming up with this idea of this podcast, you know, some of the times that we talked about in the past, very relevant in today's uh, very important um, topics because we're going back to school this coming week and works are starting to go back in person as opposed to going staying at home and being more virtual. So this becomes a pretty relevant topic that we wanted to go back in time and revisit. So without further ado, let's get into that one and we hope you guys enjoy it. Anywho, what? I was told I say anywho a lot on these episodes, so I figured I'd start with it. No, I do. I was told. Episode 22 coming at you. Anywho, Coach um, Dave. I, I am Jason Ewell. I spoke out of line, but Coach Dave. Someone's a little rambunctious and had too much sugar today. I am Coach Corey and Yandel. And we have a special guest today. Another, Another one. one. Two, two episodes in a row with a special guest. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Justin Craig, uh, also known... As the big cat. Meow. The big cat. Should we, should we go over that story? I don't think we or have time. Or it's just big cat. No, yeah. there's not enough time, time for that. I no. call him putty cat, but that's just me. Um, the big cat is in the house today visiting from Michigan. And we are going to talk about work-life balance. Some people don't know like what big cat's story is with Harvard. Well, we're going to go over that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on here. Is it backstory? That's the um, backstory. Yeah, yeah. And so if you guys, most of you are, are relatively new, you're post Big Cat. Um, Big Cat was one of our coaches, one of our original members, and then one of our first coaches OG. in 2015 um, throughout 2016. And then you moved back to Michigan in 2016, August yes. 2016. Yep. Um, so he was one of the... Well, the, July 29th to be exact. Okay, July 29th. We're exact now. Um, so one of our original people... Um, and we had been crossfitting together since 2014, 2013? 13. So we, we had quite a bit of history together. Um, Big Cat was originally going to be one of the investors in the, the new business way back in the day. Um, things didn't really go out right for him, so he didn't end up, but obviously still very close from the beginning. Uh, but then he moved away and left us. Um, high and dry. High and dry. We had to get a new coach number of them. Our life fell apart, Putty Tat, when you left. Um, so today, we're going to talk about kind of why, why he left, and, and the main topic is work-life balance and what he was after, and why we believe it's so important. Um, 
So we'll start. Let's kind of talk about your, your story of like what caused you to leave and move back home. Why did that all happen, etc. Yeah, so a little bit more on the backstory first is I moved over to Kenosha in 2010, January, the very first week of January. Um, I took a job with, um, with a company who is pretty big over in uh, West Michigan. And they ended up building a warehouse here in Kenosha. And um, I decided to, you know, I was 23, I was young, and decided to just pack up and move and didn't even think twice about it. And so I moved over here and I didn't really know anybody. Um, just a couple of coworkers, and um, so I was here from 2010 until 2013. Um, really lived a sedentary lifestyle, and um, didn't make many friends outside of work. And and then, uh, obviously, like a lot of people, they probably saw the CrossFit Games on YouTube or you know whatever it may be, and um, that's how I kind of got the bug. So anyway, start CrossFit in January of 2013. I also had my brother's wedding that I was, you know, getting in shape for. I didn't realize this would be a life journey at that point, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to get in shape and fit into a, a nice tuxedo. And None of us realized it, but it kind of just happens yeah. once, you, once you get started. Yeah, so, and, and that's when I met Jason. So um, our friendship goes back, um, you know, quite a ways now, and um, what he didn't mention is that we lived together. Yes, yes. For... Two, two and a half, three years, something like that? I think two, two and a half, maybe. Well, you were you long were enough. Room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long. We shared a, a, it was a house studio. together. Yeah, yeah, it was a house <laughs> right in Kenosha. We, we bunked beds. We bunked beds. <laughs> yes, yeah. We needed the other bedroom for activities. <laughs> so much and room for activities. Yes, yeah, so we had bunk beds. Um, uh, but no, that's how I met Jason. Um, and uh, so I still had the same job for the almost seven years I was here in Kenosha. So um, that job was fun at first. <laughs> um, for the first three or four years, I had a lot of fun, you know, and then I started CrossFit and I made a lot of friends and living in Kenosha was really coming together and um, the job really stepped up as far as we were growing and um, I was on call 24-7, um, 365. Even Christmas, I've gotten phone calls that, um, certain um, IT systems were going down or they needed somebody on the floor to, you know, on the ground, uh, boots on the ground kind of thing where they're located in Michigan and I'm the only person here that can help them. So um, that was when it really started to weigh on me from a, like a work-life balance, um, uh, I guess imbalance. So um, everything I did revolved around work and CrossFit was kind of the outlet for that one hour a day. And even with that, it wasn't enough. So it started to weigh on me. And um, when we started talking about opening uh, Harbor Park um, was when um, I didn't know it at the time. Doctors told me over months after this that it was some sort of uh, like uh, anxiety or panic attack or where I went back to Michigan um, to visit. And when we were leaving, I got super dizzy and, you know, just, I didn't feel right. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the start of me realizing something wasn't right. So um, over the months, like, I went and saw my primary care doctor and they're like, well, could be a number of things. And then they always asked, like, are you under a lot of stress at work? And my, my answer was always no. No, I'm fine. Well... 
after five different doctors asked me this thing, whether it was the, the neurologist or the ear, nose, and throat doctor or um, whoever it may be, it kind of clicked. I think it's because we're a culture where we're just very push to work extra long hours. You want to be the first one in, the last one to leave. We don't do 40-hour work weeks anymore. It's who does 60 and 70 without getting paid that much because you're looking for you know, that promotion or to do right by your company. So in your eyes, you were working very, very hard, but it wasn't anything that you shouldn't have been doing, allegedly. And, and let's not beat around the bush. I mean, we're we're very prideful people. We don't want yep. to tell people we can't handle something. That's a big True. issue. I, I've faced a lot, a lot, especially when I was working in corporate America. My boss would keep giving me things, and I felt like I couldn't say no. I was no, I can handle more. You know, you don't want to feel like you're letting people down or anything. Um, so that's, that's something that I've worked a lot on, you know, being up front and being like, look, I'm getting to a point where it's a little overwhelming now. Yep. And uh, I guess just a little bit more backstory is that, that lead up, is kind of when I met Dave and Corian, um, and Hello. I'd say we all became really good friends, you know, in that in that time span, and um, that would have been 2014. End of 2014, beginning of 15, yeah. Yep, yep. So we all became really good friends in that in that time frame, and um, we all decided to kind of take the leap of faith, and then and then I started to have some of these health concerns, you know, it was getting dizzy and always having headaches and um, yeah I remember the headaches were a lot mm-hmm. we tried changing your diet and everything yeah I went gluten free for six or eight weeks and it still didn't help and so that was why it was always what could it be so I didn't know and so I just had to kind of just admit to myself that I'd kind of been broken yeah. <laughs> I mean for lack of better terms you know I done did it it done did it you know five and a half six years of you know, and I, I, you guys have always had a stressful, stressful career before coming over here, so you guys know what it's like. We refer to it as our past life a lot. I've caught on to that. Yes. I've I listened. Remember. You know, I, have a, I had like a similar story to yours. I was driving home because I was working, I worked my 40-hour job, and then I worked part-time at like another agency on the weekends, and I had like maybe one day off. It was terrible. But, if, you know, if he managed to be correct when he told both jobs. Yeah, what sometimes I'd have to work. work. I was like, oh, shoot, I messed up. And I'd work both of them. But, you know, you'd work those long hours. I remember driving home one night. It was like a Friday. And I, was, I had so much Red Bull and coffee mm-hmm. to try to stay awake. So I worked a double. I'm driving home, and I remember got to about the interstate. And, like, I just, like you said, you got that dizzy, panicky feeling. And then um, I got chest pain. I was getting chest shooting pain down my arm. And I'm like, I'm only, Uh-oh. I'm only like 33 at the time, 32? <laughs> no, I was like 32. And I'm like, can't be. But I'm like freaking out because I'm like, maybe, you know, I am under a lot of stress. I knew I was. So I called Corinne. I'm like, I'm right here by St. Cat's. Should I go? And she's like, yeah. And went in there and um, checked myself into the ER. And they, wasn't a heart attack, but it was obviously stress-related. And then they put me under um, a stress test the next morning found some stuff and they're like yeah you're highly stressed your stress level is really high (laughs) also um heart murmur yeah they found a yeah they found a heart murmur in there so i did have to be careful of that that's why sometimes you see me in a workout and i'm grabbing my chest or like leaning (laughs) over it's because my heart's acting really stupid and doing fluttering things in my chest which isn't good but i just i know how to control it now i just gotta slow down sorry yeah and that no that's the other thing is that i kind of had that i kind of had a work mom as well so when i started in kenosha 
it was myself and one other employee, and she was only part-time when she first started, and she eventually went to a full-time employee. So we were around each other five, six days a week sometimes, and being 250, 300 miles away from home, she was my work mom. So, you know, she same age as my mom, and, you know, so um, after two days of having, like, like, hot flashes and, like, heat, you know, like, this fluttery feeling and just, like, disconnected feeling, she was like, you need to go to the doctor. And that's that prideful thing of, like, I'm fine. This will pass over. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. It's probably, like, a 24-hour flu of all things. Yeah. And she was like, you need to go to the doctor. Well, I go to the doctor, and they're like, we don't know what it is, but we're going to take you to the emergency side. You know, it was like Aurora walk-in clinic yeah. thing, and they took you to the emergency side and, and um, hooked me up and did all the tests, blood work, and gave me a bag of, I don't know, what's the... Saline, yeah. Got me hydrated, and um, they're like, well, we don't know what it is, but you're not dying, so good luck. <laughs> that's always good. And that's not a knock on any sort, you know, the medical system. That's all they got to make just, sure. That's all they're trying to do, make sure right. you walk yeah, out. and that's them. the emergency system, you know. Go see your primary care doctor, which I did. So, anyway, um, I guess I kind of had the, what I call the come-to-Jesus moment. Whereas, like, this career path is not healthy. And I just had to admit it to myself and say, I have to change some things. I'm, you know, like I said, three hours, you know, 250 miles away from family. My support system isn't here. You know, I was and still, you know, a single guy that didn't have much of a support system other than really close friends, which helped. But in my head, I mean, after a long time, it just... I needed to change. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Having my mommy, <laughs> you know. So you went back home. So I went home, yeah. And it was a hard decision because I had put 12 years into this company. And I started when I was 18 years old. And I was still in high school. And um, before I even moved out here in 2010, I had, what, seven years in. And so this company essentially was my adult life. Yep. And I had given a lot to that. And I had, it took a lot to admit that this wasn't the end game. And we talked about this on many previous episodes, and I think last week's, um, episode, well, two weeks ago now, uh, negativity is, you know, a lot of people tell us all the time when we work this job, and we left our jobs for the gym, um, you know, because we were unhappy in our jobs, and people tell us, all, but that's just what you do. You have a job, you have a career, and you work it until you're ready to retire. So absolutely, especially starting at 18 for you, that, that had to been really hard to be like, okay, this isn't going to be what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And then the hard part is, what do you want to do? (laughs) I still don't know. many, many, many talks on this. I still don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's not really public yet, (laughs) but I am pursuing uh, CrossFit opportunities. All right. Right now, yeah. And so, like, that was kind of also a a long road to realize that that's what I really wanted to do. You know, even after I moved home, I, I wasn't happy with what I was doing, who I was. Like, I just didn't feel me, you know? I didn't feel like I was myself for a long time, and so that took a long, long time to realize. I think because your thought was, if I go home, there's where my happiness is. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to feel better. And it didn't make me happy. And then it's like, yeah. Like, what, I was happy. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, well, crap. That's what I thought the answer was. So, um you took a job with friends that you knew from back home? Yeah, so I don't remember. So a little bit 
I guess I'll give you a little bit of story. Not too many people know the story, but um, actually, I don't think anybody. I don't ever told anybody. But <laughs> so there was a night where I guess the the health aspect. It's also a mental health thing, mm-hmm. right? You start thinking things, and I went through some really dark times and of like, why am I still feeling sick? And I had one night where I couldn't sleep and it got real dark. And I had to do a lot of internal searching and and I called my best, one of my best friends. We have a really tight knit group of friends back home. There's five of us and you all, you know, you have that group chat that just doesn't stop blowing up Mm -hmm. during the day. That was us. So I called my, my best friend, Jason, and I said, hey, it's time for me to go. I need to get out of here. So anyway, he worked at a, a sports apparel place, um, and I've always grown up playing sports, and you know it's just a great fit. And so um, they were willing to get me in there, and it was like this so, such it felt like it took forever to, for me to get to that point. Yeah. But it was like I had that that long night. I called him the next day, and I had an interview, like a Skype interview, which I had never done. I had never even like FaceTimed, just because you know you're. I'm a guy. I don't FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I Skype, did a Skype interview. Two weeks later, I talked to the owner of the company. He was like, is this something that I can rely on moving home? And I, both conversations went really well. And two weeks later, I had a job offer. And then two weeks later, I put in my two-week notice. And two weeks later, I was moving home. I remember. It was like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was almost scary moving away from the things that I had known for so long. Like Jason, like... He was one of my best friends here. Really, best friends at all. And it was tough to move away. I remember that. I had to coach the Sunday class. Yeah. Was only, it was, the only person in there was Lou. If you, know, if you remember Lou Carbonell, he had totally Lou. tatted up. Gold Sweetest teeth. dude ever. And I, I couldn't talk. He's the only person in the class. And I started crying because, you know, Big Cat had just left. And he just came up and started hugging me. <laughs> and, um, I, remember, I, I probably will never forget that, but... Um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I remember. I so we did. I think we did like we did lunch with a group of friends or something like that on Saturday. And like, of course, wait to the last minute to like really pack. So yeah. like, I go home and I start packing the kitchen and living with Jason. Like all of the kitchen utensils were mine. <laughs> like all of the boxes I had were are still packed to this day. Two years later, with all of like my kitchen stuff and like all kind of. So anyway. I, I, don't, I put one box together and I put one pot in the box, the very first pot in the box, and I start crying. <laughs> and I hid behind the countertop. We had like a little peninsula, like island thing, and I hid behind the uh, peninsula and I just started crying because like something like that, like your life is changing. Change is hard. Yeah. So anyway, I think it was a, a feeling of relief. Yeah. But also sad you know sadness that i'm leaving my friends you know and we have we had a really core group of friends that you know that it was tough to walk away from but um our saturday morning lift and coffee session which would generally just be coffee just generally be coffee like we had the greatest intentions yeah we were gonna lift every saturday morning (laughs) so then i became really good at olympic lifting during that stretch (laughs) yeah so how does this tie into your balance now? So what are you doing now, obviously, to it's, make sure you get that work-life balance? Yeah, so it's almost like, if you look at my daily schedule, it's almost like I'm busier. Yeah. But I'm just doing more of what I enjoy. Good. And so I work, you know, but I can walk out at 
3.30 in the afternoon and turn it off. And if somebody calls me now about work stuff at 6 p.m., I'm like, eh. It's just another phone call at that point. It's not like before I was in charge of, like, I was an IT manager. So, like, if a server went down, it was, like, the end of the world for some people, right? And when I left, it had become, like, meh. Like, it wasn't that important to me anymore. And that's when I knew it was okay for me to get out. Yeah. I didn't have the passion. I didn't care as much as I should have. Um, but, yeah, so now I can walk out of work, and every day, whether it's two feet of snow and, you know, the worst weather in the world or something, you know, been a long week, I'm still happy. And so it's a matter of changing those, um, I guess, changing the things in your life and the outlook you have on them. Um, and like now I still coach. I coach um, every, you know, weeknight at 6 p.m. And that's also my time away. So like I get out of work, I go home, get a little snack, go to the gym, work out for 45 minutes or an hour myself, and then just parlay that right into coaching. And, you know, I have two and a half hours at the gym of just decompressing, and um, it's just fun. Yeah. So I think that's, I think it's, it was the best change I think I could have made, but also the hardest. Well, and I think that's what makes it the best, because, again, like, We've said before in the previous episode, if you would have had that right away, you don't appreciate as much. The fact that you had to do this self-discovery, you had to really figure out what was important to you, uh, makes it that much more sweet. Yeah, and we kind of talked about episode 20 about um, why we don't make changes and what, you know, what holds us back. And you know, somebody in your shoes, similarly in your shoes, would still technically maybe be in that position. Because um, everybody's like, oh, no, you got to have this career, and this is a career job, and why would I give that up? It has good benefits, and it has good pay. Because you're not happy. Like, yeah. that's why. Like, if it's making you miserable, then mm -hmm. you need to make yourself happy. That's what life is about. You only get one. We talked about this. At, we have a book club here at Harbor Park, uh, thanks to uh, Nicole. So last night was, I don't know if you've read or listened to Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass. I, I have. You would love it. Um, but it, it's... It's a hoorah, feel-good book, yeah. which I thought that I would hate because that's not me. She talks about that stuff in the book as well, that uh, you know, she used to be against all that stuff. But it's a great book, and that was our book for book club. Um, but it talks about stressors coming out in illness, just like you said. Like These things manifest in other ways because your body and your uh, mind are trying to tell you, like, this is not where you need to be. It's just we choose often not to listen to it. And we do what society tells us we should do or what we, you know, think society wants us to do. But um, I'm glad that you're listening to that. I'm glad that you are realizing that, you know, the world is not going to end if you don't fix that server or answer that phone call and that you're taking time for yourself. So good. When, when it comes to stress, this is really important. You can be doing everything perfect. You know, you can be hitting your, your five or six workouts a, a week. You can be eating the perfect diet, you know, not cheating at all, not drinking at all. Um, you can be doing everything you need to do, but if you're stressed out, you can see the results that you are trying to get away from. Meaning, you know, you could be putting weight on. Um, maybe you are not performing as well as you expect to be. Um, the stress thing just kind of throws everything off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's so important. Like, like I said, you could, be, you could have a perfect diet, and if you're stressed out, 
you know, it can cause um, those like heart attack like symptoms. And that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Knowing from personal experience, like Dave said, it's like you don't know what it is. Right. So it's tough. And, and like the difference here is like I, I have a very bad back issue, but I know what it is and I know how to fix it. It's the stress stuff you don't really know. Not hmm. always. Like you said, you knew it was working. I knew. You just didn't want to face that fact. Yeah. So there is a lot of soul searching when there are things going on. There is generally going to be something behind it. It's just, are we willing to honestly face things in our life so that we can figure it out? Thought-provoking. Do you have any other things, any tips, tips, or tricks? Yeah, I would say the one last thing that I would say is um, the CrossFit community can heal a lot of things, right? So we've all experienced it. And for the new members, I know with some of my clients and some of the athletes at the gym I coach at now, um, I've had to do this, go to somebody and just talk, and they've come to me and just talked. I don't know if it's just, maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know, people like doing that, you know. (laughs) I'm a welcoming presence. (laughs) Non-threatening. Yeah, and, you know, if you ever feel like you need to talk to somebody, just just do it because all of these people are here to help, whether it's fitness health, you know, nutrition, or outside the gym. So I know from personal experience, and I know that these guys are more than happy to do that. So thank you, Big Cat. We're glad you're in town. Hope you have fun. Maybe we'll have to get coffee. I've already had like four. (laughs) So you drove in today. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice early morning. Maybe Sunday, maybe. Maybe we'll get coffee Sunday. Yeah. I could go for a nice refreshing cold glass of water right now. How about a cold <laughs> coffee? Oh, no. Nice. Sinners. All right, everyone. That wraps episode 22 and our special guest, Big Cat. Big Cat's have safe drive back home. Stay classy. We'll and stay classy. Harbor Park. Thanks for joining us this week on the podcast. If you wish to follow us, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram at Peak Performance FF. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a five-star review. Unless there's a problem, shoot us a message first. If you can help us get our message out to others, please share the show with a friend. Doing so helps us make more of an impact on people's lives. See you on the next episode.